Today we are going to <clears throat> preview the Eastern Conference, Metro Division and Atlantic Division. Yes, there were games last night. We're doing this a little bit late, but nothing really happened in those games that changes our mind on anything. Albeit Austin Matthews kicking ass was pretty cool. Um, it did not, awesome. did not ultimately change my thoughts on the team. And he scored four times and they lost. So <laughs> welcome to Toronto, Austin. Yes, but it's going to be a lot more fun watching them as a as a fan of Toronto and just as a general hockey fan, I think, this year than it has been for a while. And we'll certainly uh, talk about the Leafs uh, as we get going here. So we're, I think we'll just jump right into it. Um, we're going to go start with the Atlantic Division. Um, not the best division in hockey, but there are some good teams in it. Um, I think there's one cutaway favorite and deserves to be, and I believe you'd agree. So I'll let you start talking about them. Uh, I take it you're referring to Tampa? Yes. Um, the fact that they've got... It's Kucherov they just signed, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they've got that wrapped up. That There's not... You could what say they got that wrapped floor? up. That the contract's absurd for, for the team. Yeah, I know. I know. Under it, five it, mil for three years. Why, why is he doing a three-year bridge contract? Like, do a one-year. I, I don't like, know. He deserves a lot more. This system really screws the young, talented players out of money. Well, this it, It's funny, you know. They People have said, you know, we're going to end up with another lockout, right? And It's going to be that. Because yeah. of, it'll be because of this stuff, but it'll be a lockout. It'll be player versus player. I don't think it'll be player versus owner. I think the biggest battle will be coming out with a united front knowing what the players want because the young guys are the ones that should be getting paid. And it's always the older guys that run the NHLPA. So that's going to be the battleground, I think. Not so much whether the owners will agree to it or not. It'll be trying to work themselves out in the middle of there. But the only thing that could really screw Tampa up, I think, it would be their bottom pairing defenseman and their fourth line. So having said that, that shows you how small the edges are on that team. That's a really good roster they've got. Yeah, there's really not much to complain about. I'm, it's a pretty impressive lineup. Forwards are great. Kucherov back in the mix. Hello. Stamkos gets to stay. Ryan Callahan's contract's very bad, and it could have some cap ramifications in the future. But for this in, year alone, in, in, in the moment, yeah. if, you know, for if, if they play him on the third line or something like that, that's he could certainly handle that role. I have a little bit of concern about Valtteri Filppula. His offense really fell off a cliff last year. But World Cup looked halfway decent. Um, I could see him as a cap casualty eventually. Yeah, but and, and like you said, with um, with the Callahan contract, for this year, they're fine. I, I got, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Filppula, um, but he does need to pull his weight a little bit more with counting stats he needs to get more assists or more goals he does a lot of good things but where they play him in that lineup he has to score a little bit more he has to be more of a threat otherwise the other teams can just ignore him and um get a full year of jonathan druin well which, which yeah, hasn't happened um he should be better i would assume he'll get better and he was already and pretty look, good the team has the ability to get deeper on the back end or up front if they move Ben Bishop. 
and if they don't, they're still pretty good. Good, exactly. This is they're they're in a great spot. If they can move him for somebody that improves the roster, great. But you don't have to move him. Hedman Strawman is as good of a duo as you can see around the league. So, yeah, uh, they're going to be fine. Coburn's a fine number three or four. Garrison's an okay four, better at a five. So it's just that tail end of the the. There aren't going to be many teams in the league that are going to be deep enough to concern the bottom pair of the Lightning. And they really. could always to, improve to, upon that. Yeah, well, exactly. But look at the way the team stands right now. If you're a, a Lightning fan, you'd be happy about your chances. Yeah, they're a great team. I, I expect them to be very good. So they're, they're our first place team. Big shock. Um, where do we go from there is Just, the question. You, you've obviously got there and said, you know, Tampa's the, the head and shoulders above. Now, before the injuries to Florida, would you have said Florida would be second or like a lot of people are saying, Kerry Price is back, Montreal would be second? I have Florida in my divisional preview for Hockey Buzz as second. Yeah, and, and I, I still stand by that, even with the two injuries they've had. Huberdeau and what what was the other one? Oh, God. Yeah, Huberdeau's the one that just this happened. And I mean, that's a I, tough one. Was it Bukestad? Yes, it was. Good get. Okay, so, I mean, that hurts. Don't get me wrong. But over the course of the year, they made some nice moves, or at least I thought they did. Um, losing Brian Campbell was not ideal, although there, I don't think there's anything they could have done about that. He seemed dead set on going back to Chicago, judging With by what, what, he, what he took. Yeah, so, exactly. But I thought they did a really nice job of boosting up that defense core by obviously Aaron Eckblad is very good. Um, under the radar trade with Buffalo, Mark Pizik, he's a underrated uh, driver of shot attempts, right side defenseman. Jason Demers from Dallas. Obviously, uh, Dallas did a great job of driving play last year. Demers was part of that. And while Keith Yandel may be not great for all those years you're giving it, and he's certainly not Brian Campbell, those are three players that come in that weren't there last year. And maybe overall, by committee, you replace Brian Campbell. Because that's, that's the question you've got to ask. Who plays with Ekblad? Because he's going to be playing 26, 27 minutes a night and playing all the tough ones. Put Yandel out there. Just play the two that you two best together and and throw the dice with everything else. Sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. I, I think you're. They're the okay. They're okay there. Riley Smith was very good in the playoffs last year. UC Okanen remains severely underrated, even at his advanced age. Speaking of advanced age, Double J. <laughs> uh, you can predict this fall off. I will never predict this fall off until it punches me in the face because <laughs> outside it of is. Connor McDavid, um, Yager led the league in 5v5 points per 60 last year. Incredible. It's it's one of those things where this is the only blind spot I think you've got when it comes to favorite players. He led the league. Now, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's one of those things where you know Mario's gone and, and Jaeger is the last of that that childhood Pittsburgh team that's still around playing. He's the one blind spot you've got, and I agree. 
He lit the leg. He's going to Oh, I'm be... not blind. I'm seeing everything perfect. He still kicks ass. <laughs> he does. He's not he quick. Does. But They need him to get to the playoffs in a situation where he can contribute, though. Yeah. But I, I like all. this team, and and that's uh, the goaltending with Reimer and Luongo. You can maybe, maybe question the Reimer signing for as long as they did it because you still have Luongo there and what happens. But at the same time, okay, well, he's there. Two pretty good goalies. They're probably going to get and good goaltending. Luongo's not going not gonna to tend goal for any of the Leafs games either. So they're going to have to use Reimer. Yeah. Did you see his tweet? No, I didn't. He got there and said, I'm going to let Rhymes uh, 10 net for the all the Leafs games from here on. <laughs> Which would be a good story even without the Austin Matthews pumping the, the net full. Yeah. Um, yep, they they have um, yeah. $9.2 million in cap space too, so there's wiggle room to um, do some things within this season. If they need to, yeah. And they littered with draft picks. Probably, right? Haven't they been trading a lot for? Yeah, that, that's the thing. They have, they've set themselves up with cap space because they've not spent more than they should. And um, as they've traded assets away, they've made sure they've recouped, recouped draft picks. So they can either use those draft picks to pull players in at the deadline or as injury requires or um, pick some youth and develop it themselves. Yeah, I'm trying to look at what they have for next year. Two Panthers. I do, I do find it amusing <laughs> that over the West we've we've got all the California teams that are, you know, have dominated for for years over there. We've now got the the two Florida teams that look like they're going to be good for a little bit of time now. So it's you know. Yeah, and and Florida, I guess you have them second, or did you not? I, I do, even okay. with the injuries. I still think they'll They're be susceptible, though. I mean, that could change. Yeah. Another injury or two, and they're, they're toast, and, and, and toast in a bad way. That's when you do these previews, though. I mean, yeah, of course, injury. <laughs> Any team could lose the wrong guy and totally throw this for a loop. But, you know, in the spirit of it, I think Florida is the second-best team full-powered in the division. That's how I was looking at it. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Who's your three? Uh, this is going to sound funny, but by default, I think it's Montreal. I had I had that as well. Um, here's the dichotomy with Montreal. They weren't very good the last time they made the playoffs. Carey Price was amazing and won all the awards, justifiably so. Last year, they lose Carey Price, the record plummets. I thought they were a better team last year. But they got terrible goaltending. And there was no going back. They had a losing streak. They couldn't stop a puck. And despite being better, they were worse. Um, this year, P.K. Subban, Shea Weber, all that like hoopla, they're still going to be okay in the short term. I like the Radulov signing. There's, there's still ability there. Shea Weber is not a complete plug, even though sometimes on this podcast it seems like we talk about him that way. Um I mean, that's a terrible long-term deal. But for 2016-17, Montreal be open, and Carey Price being back, once he gets over the flu, he um, they're still a good team. Al Montoya is an upgrade. 
Yeah, for that. Full, full, yeah, full I think stop. so. Yeah, exactly. And, and and so you would think that if Price does miss uh, any length of time for whatever reason over the course of this year, they'll, they'll be better served with, with him rather than Condon being the, the go-to most uh, most of the time. Um, you, you, it's funny. This roster looks like it's going to be okay, but once again, it comes down to how the players are deployed. Well, and I do not trust coach, the guy that's yeah. running the cut. Yeah, I don't trust him at all. No, the sooner they get rid of him, the better. Um, I don't know when so that's going to happen. This is the thing. It looks as though, uh, you know, as everyone knows, not a fan of the Weber Subban trade, right? I don't know how but you could be. But it looks as it, I'm, I, I bet you, looked, you know what? If you, I bet you, if you got one-on-one with a few of the executives, uh, they would probably want to redo as well. Probably, it, yeah. I, I, it, but you get there with ignore that trade. I think Bergeron's done a pretty good job of putting together a reasonably good roster. A lot of the players can skate and, and they like to move the puck quickly. I just don't think the coach knows how to utilize those skill sets. I, mean, Terry, it, I, I put I put Terrian in the same spot as Tortorella. The game has moved past what they provide. Yes. Um, this team, though, unfortunately, will have to win sooner than later. Because yeah, well, their good players are getting older. Yeah. Radulov is on a one-year deal. Who knows what happens there? I happen to like that signing a lot. You need offense. He's there. You have the cap room. One-year deal. That's pretty good. Andrew Shaw deal, not great. It's going to help them, again, in the short term. But, like, wow, really? <laughs> yeah, but you take, the, you take the chance that some other idiot's going to take him on at the end of it. You know? Yeah, it's, I it's all do, you can hope. wouldn't do business like that, personally. But um, Daniel oh, Carr is coming up through. He had a very nice highlight goal the other night. He's one of their young forwards that could maybe... Uh, you know, do something in the NHL a little bit. Yep. Petrie, nice number two righty defenseman behind Shea Weber, I suppose. <clears throat> Markov, we'll see how much he's got left, but I think Carey Price being healthy is uh, the cheat code that propels them to third for me. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same boat. Hey, look, the one good thing about having... Weber is that you don't have to play Markov as often as they have been, and he's just getting too old. That's all. So any chance you get to lighten his his minutes, you, you hope that you get uh, better minutes out of him. They need to give Galchenyuk a little bit more rope. Let him play. Coach, coach won't, though, but you're right. Um, Petretti's got to have a big year. He's very talented. So we'll see. They don't have there much cap space. There. About a million left, so the roster's kind of the roster. So, you know, they're fourth, or I'm sorry, third for me. All right, so who do you put in fourth? Um, I think Boston is who I have there. Um, so I don't, I just, I just don't know. I like honestly, I, I, I would go Detroit, Boston, or Ottawa. that spot and then i can't uh there's so much i don't like about what's going on in detroit right now that i I just couldn't do it and that was even before the waiver wire snafu oh that was a mess i think this will be the year that detroit uh their streak 
of making the playoffs goes bye bye. That might be good for the for the organization though. Mm, maybe. Who's firing Ken Holland? Illich. Yeah. That ain't happening. That's probably the that's the the flaw in what I said, isn't it? That's exactly the flaw in what I said. You're exactly right. But I'm looking at Boston. Krejci had a great year last year. Bergeron is an animal. David Backus, again, he'll help right now. We'll forget about the rest of that contract, but he will help in 2016-17. Marshawn, maybe not score 37, but we saw it on full display. World Cup, how good he is. Bolesky's going to have to do a little bit more. He will. David Pasternak should be able to improve on his decent start to his career. So. Say with Spooner. Yeah, so there's there's some offensive, a little bit of offensive punch going on there. I do worry about the defense. Problem, yeah, it? yeah, it's it's not great. Chara ain't Chara. Did- their cheat code is now no longer a cheat code. That's the problem, isn't it? Yeah, Chara is not Chara. Krug I like. But then you get to Adam McQuaid, Miller. Another Miller who I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and Joe Morrow, former Penguins first-round pick Joe Morrow. Um, yeah, there's not a lot to like there. You might, it could If they do all right, it's going to be... It'll be a it'll be a Claude Julian special. So they got to look, they got to work out how to get out of the zone as a team. We'll see. Julian's done a decent job throughout. Yeah. So it's not a team I love, but I like them more than some of the other options in this division. And I think Tuukka Rask is can play at a level that gives them more wiggle room than maybe some of these other teams. Yeah, he probably will bail them out a little more often than than other other goalies in the division, eh? So, I have them there. Um, Detroit, I have in fifth. They have some really good players, but man, they just Ken Holland did such a wonderful job with all the European stuff in the earlier dynasty portions and in the free agency when there was no cap. But he's got a fourth line that's going to have a below replacement level negative impact of like significance, and did so by ignoring, um, you know, in house AHL options. Polkinen, is that his name? Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, he may not be like a world beater or nothing, but he's better than the fourth line guys they have now. Like they let him go for nothing. He's pumping out goals in the AHL. Yeah, how much of how much of that is the coach or the general manager, or a combination of both? Do you know what I mean? Like you, you get there with it, and 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 it's like, was there something that Blasher just didn't like that he saw, and so they had no choice but to put him on the waiver wire? Like I just I just don't get it either. It just confuses me. We've talked about this before. I mean, look at some of these bottom six forward signings. Luke Glenn Denning, yeah, he makes 628000 this year. <laughs> they signed him for four more years at $1.8 He's below replacement level. Steve Ott, Joe Vitale, um, these are all guys they let the Polkinen go for. 
Uh, it just doesn't make. Is he really going to be worse? And it's and this is the thing. It's not like they've gone back to the AHL to magically stew in the Red Wings' famed farm system to get better and then come back. They're gone. Yeah, that's the. Well, they sent Anthony Mantha back down. And I don't. I can't. I can't speak to knowing his development right now. Maybe he's not doing that well. But again, is he worse than Glenn Denning? Ah. I find it hard to believe. And and once again, it comes down to what a general manager thinks is needed on the ice to win in the NHL. And you have a look at those names that you mentioned, and they're sandpaper guys with no speed. That's their problem. Drew Miller, throw that in the mix. Um, I mean, they, they got some guys I like. I like Franz Nielsen. That seemed to be a theme in this division. He'll help them in the now, but that contract. <laughs> they, they were all well, signed think, this offseason, too. Yeah, but I think they've, all the general managers have gone, well, all the, all, all the contract structure will be changed after 2020 anyway, so it won't matter. Maybe. We'll see. But Nielsen's a good improvement for them. Nyquist is good. Abdelkader's contract is a complete disaster, but he's not like a bad <laughs> player. No, but for what he's getting paid and, and what... Everyone seems to think everything he does that you can't. Here's the killer. Here's the killer. Datsuk leaving, that sucks. Johan Franz and concussion stuff, that sucks. He was really good. And uh, by the way, his cap hits 3.9 million, and that was going to be for another four years. One of the best signings going around. It's just a shame his health. So he's not going to be there, and that hurts them. Uh, Tatar's okay. No, Tatar's good. I'm thinking of Yurko, who's... I was going to say, you've, you've, you've looped the wrong way there. <clears throat> yes, I did. Tatar, good, obviously. Uh, Team Europe hero, yes? Yes. I can't say the dude's name, Andreas. And that's an S? No. Say I can't either. Okay. I hope the listeners <laughs> know who we're talking about. He scored a ton of goals last year. We'll see if that keeps up. Concern here, defense core. Mike Green's not Mike Green of old, but... I still probably like him more than most. DeKaiser needs to do a little bit better job on the driving shot attempts. There's promise there still, but they gave him a big deal. Cronwell's uh, about replacement level. He's he's going to get minutes though, like he's not. Yeah, but Erickson's he's, uh, lower he's end. Starting on the um, starting on the injured reserve, so it might help him not playing. Brennan Smith, decent. Where do you sit on Jonathan Erickson? A low end. His underlying numbers just, weren't very good. He just never seemed makes four point two mil. He never seemed to develop into what I thought he could be. Do you know what I mean? Like he looked like he was going to be this out and out star, and it just never quite eventuated. When did he come in the league? Did he come in during the 07 through 09 where anybody who yeah. got plopped with those guys probably... Um... <clears throat> Excuse me. And you know what? You're exactly right. That'll be exactly what it is. What do they do in net? Do they try and move Howard and fix up their roster elsewhere or are they just going to stick with it? I would try to move him, yes, but uh, we, we both follow Pittsburgh closely. Not great goalie market. <laughs> and if you're yeah. going for the goalie market at that price point, why wouldn't Ben Bishop be the guy? Well, that's, that's the... Or Tampa. Flurry, for that matter. Tampa hold all the cards at the moment, don't they? 
But yeah, I, you, you're exactly right with that. There point. are other guys on this market where you're like, uh, yeah, I'm good here. Um, Detroit, you have fun with that. So Detroit yes, is paying 10, 10 mil for their goalies, but at least Morazic played good. Unlike Dallas, who's 11 mil. <coughs> Sorry, 11 mil and bad. But you'll stop, Morazic. That has to yes, be the yes. opening up, yeah. So I see them missing the playoffs. I have them yeah, what, I, fifth in the division, yeah. and yeah. I don't see the Atlantic sending five. I can't either. So, in a little bit of a surprise, I have Toronto above Ottawa. And I'm So have you I'm, got Buffalo Bad Lions to get? Yes. And that, that was and that was prior that was prior. Yeah. That the Eichel thing did not change my um view on it you know all those uh wonderful point projection models that like micah does and um other people that um do them every one of them had buffalo solo i'm like all right i ain't going i ain't that smart i'll just roll with that it was so significantly yeah. different like all right there's gotta be something here and and we'll talk about why that is because there there's Definite concerns for Buffalo, but Toronto, I'm buying the kids. And again, this was well, before this was before last night when uh, Austin Matthews had a, a, a debut like no other. He he's a big part of it. Don't get me wrong. Mitch Marner's another huge part of it for me. Nylander. Yes, Nylander, and um, I'm buying on that. And I think by having someone like Austin Matthews, who's going to be a number one center, whether Mike Babcock wants to admit it or not, this year. Yep. <laughs> um, you can slot Kadri below that and Bozak below that. That's not a bad three centers. No, it, it fits. It, it fits well. It's a it's a good deep three center model. Um, allows you to build the wings around that. Um, and they play with speed. They don't lumber the puck. Um, they they don't throw it away either. So it's um, it, it the potential is there for this to be a fun and exciting year. I mean, as um, as shown last night, the, he scored four times and they lost five to four to Ottawa, who I have below them. Um, they're going to have to clean some things up. Does okay, so Freddie Anderson didn't have a great preseason. Got injured, came in, didn't play great once he got into the Leafs uniform. Couple of goals that he let in in last night's game, not fantastic. You got to give him a chance to settle down and, and sweat it out a little bit, but if he flops, they're toast. Maybe, Enroth can probably do okay. Uh, well, no, that's, then, yeah, not, right. that's not your number one option. Of oh wow, we got Enroth, no. things will be great. No, it's, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. I do know what you mean, though. He's a competent backup. If they need to spell some people, they can. So. They have um they got some okay wing. Kamarov did well last year. Um Van Riemsdyk, of course. So I the forwards are not bad. Uh let's not pretend like we're gonna give Matt Martin the best fourth liner in the league or whatever the hell they We're certainly not gonna pay him like it, but they can. So you know, he fought last night. Yeah, I did see that. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. Um, so forwards, 
I like the depth a little bit there. Maybe Bozak could jump to the right wing if, a few times if he if he needs to. If it but, has to, um, yeah. Defensively, I like Riley and Gardner. Past that, it's a little it's a bit dicey as we saw. Yeah, Zait, Zaitsev though um, is their younger dude. He played for Russia in the World Cup, so. You know what? You know what was great about Zaitsev is that he screwed up a few times. It didn't stop him from still being aggressive. That's so a good sign. He, it is. If he can stay confident like that, um, the the errors he's obviously going to make aren't going to stop him from improving. And as long as um, Babcock allows him to to keep making those errors, as long as as long as he improves, I think he'll be fine. So right now, they have twenty million in cap space it says <laughs> but they got Horton Lupul and like down so I don't know how that works but yeah, they got I don't know how that works per se but what I would argue is they needed to make a move they could I wouldn't advise it I would tell them to just stay the course and whatever falls to them this year does well, yeah now's, now's not the year to be <clears throat> throwing in a move unless you can get a, a young player that you're going to sign for a long term that'll develop with the with the team. Yeah, if there's a hockey trade to be made, of course. We've talked about Truba for Riley or Gardner kind of getting a righty and a lefty for them as opposed to the two lefties. Yeah. So um, for me, I don't see a point in that. I think Riley works quite well with, with what the Leafs have got, and I don't think Truba will be better than, than Riley anyway. So so I have Ottawa next. And Ottawa has some good players too, but overall, they're really blah to me. It's the Eric Carlson show, really. <laughs> yeah, he had three points last night. Yeah. And he was he was good. He got uh, picked for the second Matthews goal, but that was you know that was just a great play. Yeah, and it's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, when you play a hundred minutes a night out of sixty. <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. <laughs> um, Bobby Ryan, we'll see. He's he's had some injuries the last few years. It's probably kept them back. He did look. I have to admit, like I watched I watched that game. He looked. A lot more like the Bobby Ryan from Anaheim when he was riding shotgun than he has with the Bobby Ryan we saw the last couple of years in Ottawa. So, for Ottawa's sake, let's hope that that plays out that way. Mike Hoffman's going to be good. Underrated winger. Good goal scorer. Scored last night, I believe. Oh, yeah, he did. And a goal that he should never have scored on. Oh, but that was a bad one. Yeah. Um,. Broussard, still a good player. Don't like the trade for the long term. They should have kept around with Zabinajad, but there's honestly not much of a tangible difference in the year 2016-17, so he's good. My biggest question mark for them is um, can Clark MacArthur play for them? He's a, he's really good, and unfortunately yeah. the, the concussion stuff has derailed things. With it, it's funny they've got two second line centers in Brassard and Tourist. That's what they miss. They miss somebody that can be a number one. A Jason Spetsa, so to speak. Yeah, 
and and that's the that's the sort of the, the problem that they've they're going to have this year is they don't really have a center that they can throw the team on their back and, and carry them out of a problem. So you know they either have to be they rely on Carlson to do that for them ninety eight percent of the time, but you, you need somebody else to be able to to set stuff up and, and create and score and and it's by it's it's a forward group by committee really I suppose. Mark Stone, good player. The rest of it, though, is, you know. As you like to say, it's blah. It's not terrible. It's just blah. And then on defense, you got Eric Carlson. And, and then everybody else. You know, the on the twilight of career, Dion Phaneuf. Mathot. You know, he's an NHL player. That's C- insane. CC, CC actually produces pretty good offensive uh, even strength, but his shot differentials are terrible. So they're going to bleed shots. Uh, Craig Anderson did not have a good night last night. Um, no, but neither goalie did. <laughs> but, and I, I can the hamburg- than- is the Hamburglar the, the starter? I don't know. I, look, I think Anderson's... I think Anderson's, Anderson's been good for a while. Yeah, I, I can't see him falling off. He'll give them, he'll give them more chances to win than than lose them games. If that makes sense. I guess what I would sum up Ottawa is very rarely, like if you got a full slate of games, am I going to end up on the Ottawa game? Yeah, they're not they're not your first choice. I, I get what you're saying. So I have them seventh. But they have some goal scorers if they get hot and stay healthy and all that. I, I, it's just not a team I look at and think a lot of. So Yeah, no, I can, you can, I can see why. Um, Buffalo, who's done all the right things as far as, like, big picture. Like, the tank was perfect. They needed to do it. Uh, getting Eichel was imperative. Sam Reinhart's very good already. Good signing with Kyle Oposo. Good good trade for Ryan O'Reilly. <coughs> Vander Kane trades kind of so-so at this point. Uh, more off the ice stuff than on the ice. Um, so they've developed a good group of talent for their top six. Everything past that, though? Jesus. They're just not there yet. Uh, it's, it's the depth. It's the mess. And trying to sort that out's always tough, isn't it? It's easy to knock it down. Not so easy to build it back up all the time. Uh, the defense core is brutal. Yeah. Um. What's your take on Rasmus? He's a good point generator. He's playing in a role that's probably above him right now, but who else can do it? So does that concern you that they've already given him 5.4, he's 21 years old, and they're going to ask him to play with his head underwater, basically? Because he's not quite there to be a number one, is he? No, not not based on how often he's in his own end. No, and and that's, that's, that's what concerns me for his development. Hopefully the coaching staff can work out. I think there's raw talent there to where that will improve over time. Yeah, they just need to protect him enough that the talent can develop. 
try and give him some protected minutes, try and put him in advantageous situations. I think Bilesma said as much that he'll play less minutes. Good. But there's I mean, he's got no no help. There's no quality of teammate there for him. Kulikov's like, like their main second guy. See, I like the way Bogosian plays. He just... He's not... He he's, doesn't translate. No, that's that, but no, no, that's exactly right. He's from a, a, a different era of, of hockey. He doesn't fit into this this era of what hockey is. So it's not like he's, he's old. No, it's not about his age. It's about the way he plays. He doesn't have the foot speed. He relies on being physical. And if, if he can't keep up with somebody, he doesn't have a great breakout pass, so he has to chip it. And that's not great for a team that's going to rely on having the puck. If I'm Buffalo, I would probably try to look to move somebody like Tyler Ennis to Anaheim for Cam Fowler. And then I would try to take on one of their other bigger contracts, but they don't seem to have a ton of big... Like, I would take, like, Clayton Stoner, too. Who they just put on waivers, I think. I think so. Because Ducks want cap space. Ennis makes a little bit more, but they probably want a forward rather than another defenseman. Well, that's where they put that love jam, the old Ducky boys. So, I would... I don't think Fowler is quite as good as maybe his reputation is, but... He's better than what Buffalo's got. So I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd look to do a little something there. I suppose that's all you can do and, and hope that somebody bites, I suppose. But I think Ennis is their guy to move. Well, it'll be interesting to see how they go. So, yeah, I think they'll be last in goalie. Still don't understand trading that first round pick for an unproven Robin Laner. <coughs> Didn't make sense at the time. Um, I suppose it all gets vindicated this year either way, whether it was a good or a bad move. I mean, they're barely spending anything on net anyway. So, yeah, I know they want to give it up a first rounder for him, and it will be a waste if he flops and then they let him walk. So that, that will be a, a very big waste, but... In the grand scheme of things, I don't think it's going to. But hurt. if Laner doesn't pan out, then they got nothing. No, no, that's 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 what I mean. They'll have to get. They'll have to go another route. They'll have to find another goalie. Yeah, but and as far as 2016-17 is concerned, they're not going to be driving play all that great. And if they get back no. goaltending, gee. Yeah, so. but it puts them in a situation. Yeah, it's one of those things where it puts them in a situation where, yeah, they might go backwards, but they might fall into the into a, a great draft pick and it won't kill them if that happens. No, they would probably be the expect- best-case scenario for them. The expectation is for them to improve and they should be moving forward up up the win total. I, I fully get that. But if it doesn't if it doesn't go right for them, it's not going to kill them. I mean, the, the players that are going to make this team move are still really young. Yeah. Exactly, and Alex Nylander looks pretty good. Yeah, so they should be. They should looks, be okay. Looks like they they did well with the pick they got last year. So, gotta focus on that defense, figure out the goaltending, and uh, get some better forward depth. But uh, you know, losing Eichel for probably six weeks—that's not ideal. But I don't no. think it will have the overall impact 
on the season that, um, you know, I don't think that's their make or break. We're going to make the playoffs or not kind of thing. Bingo. That, that's exactly right. I, I, that, it's going to kill the know. entertainment value of watching their team. Yeah. Like we've, we've whacked them down to, to eight for, for a reason. Um, yeah. Any expectations of them jumping to, you know, the playoffs is extreme. I think Toronto's in a better spot rebuild wise than them. I th- it's always funny how this works. Edmonton couldn't get out of a hole they created for themselves, even with all their top end talent. I hope that that doesn't happen to Buffalo. Big year for them as far as roster management. Forget the standings. It's how they manage that defense core and goaltending. Yeah. So, and we'll then see. what they do to improve it moving forward, you're exactly right. Well, that's that division. On to the big bad Metro. Well, it is a little bit that way, isn't it? Pretty good division. Some teams that I think could uh, be better, but maybe not change their overall standing much, but improved. Uh, Who do you have winning? Winning it? I, I legitimately don't know. I don't know whether it's Pittsburgh or Washington, to be honest. So those are the two? For, for me, yeah. Yeah, I think I think you could pick either or, and I don't think too many people would be like, oh my God, I can't believe... Uh, I have Pittsburgh, so biased me, yes. <laughs> um, you know, um, it's it's it was tough for me to go against uh, basically a full return of the Cup champs. Yeah. No, I, it's... And that's, that's probably the thing for me that... You get there and go. What Pittsburgh lost after the after the the cup, they've technically got an automatic replacement there with Pouliot to replace Lovejoy, and theoretically that's an improvement. So that yeah, that's depth not problem they have. No, I know. <laughs> um, but that depth problem that they they have in perception wise for their their back end, if they play the same way that they did, it's not a a, a big issue. Their their bottom six seem to fill out a little bit better. Um, having someone like Wilson come in and maybe pinch one of those top six spots and push Rush, Rust down to a bottom six winger would help. So Yeah, Wilson's kind of a little bit of an X factor. I don't have huge expectations for it, but he's logically um, the best goal scorer of the those AHL tweener promoted kids. Yeah, and then you got Jake Gunzel. What are they going to do with him? Uh, right now they're going to let him play a ton of hockey in the minors, but boy, oh boy, was I super impressed with him. He yeah. may end up being the Benino replacement for the third-line center because he is a center. However, if they need left-wing help at any point during the year... He just that, jumped straight in, yeah. He, he, did, he looked the part. Um, obviously, small sample, uh, but he lit up the AHL playoffs last year. I think he had like 14 points in eight games or something like that. So... That's pretty good. Um, the season hasn't started terrific for Pittsburgh, other than they got the rings, and they'll be doing the banner thing tonight. Uh, Sid, Sid being out with a concussion is always going to be a concern. Um, I'm pretty optimistic about this time around, though. Oh, it's it's really funny. You listen to you know news reports and, and podcasts and stuff, and they're all like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it's like, this time around... They'll have tested to see if he's got a crack in the neck. Um, they know what they're doing this time around. I'm, I'm not at all worried. The fact that he was 
that next uh, stuff is underplayed. That really is what drove that year long. Yeah, that, that's that's the thing. The, the the concussion stuff that he had after the headman hit, that was concussion. What kept him out for as long as it did was the crack in the neck, not post-concussion syndromes or anything like that. And I think that frustrates the hell out of me when you hear all these people talk about it. Well, concussions are that... concerning. Look at Clark no, no, MacArthur, they... but I... Yes, what, they are. Crosby has the doomsday not... thing going with him, and I agree with you. I don't think we're we need to start thinking that way. No, because those issues he had were neck related. They weren't concussion related. That's the thing. He got past his concussion thing. That's when he got back out on the ice, and all of a sudden, oh no, I feel like crap. Well, he had a crack in the goddamn neck. <laughs> yeah, that's problematic in life. Yeah. let alone professional hockey. Yeah, let alone try to play. A, a, a bloody contact sport so i this doesn't concern me too much they just need to make sure that um they don't rush him back so that he ends up with with the secondary I'm not, follow-up i'm not so sure it was what did he have a headache woke up oh, with he a headache. headache yeah he woke up with a headache and, and said he had symptoms so hey look no. they're holding him out of the opening game the so. biggest thing to take away from this they did absolutely the proper protocol to this point Hey, I have this. Sid's being up front, as could be. You don't think he wants to be on the ice for the banner? Which is a relief in itself, isn't it? That you know what I mean? To... Yeah, exactly. So his mindset's amazing for this, seeing as though he dealt with it for a year plus. Hey, day by day, I went out, I worked hard today, no symptoms. Hey, I went out again today, no symptoms. Join practice, no contact. Contact is next. Gets through that, yep. he'll be in the lineup sooner than later. And that's that's the thing. It, it's not too much of a worry for me. Everything you just said then is exactly why I'm I'm not concerned. And there's no need to get caught up in the hyperbole of uh, of the radio stations and all that sort of stuff and, and all the articles about how scary it is for him. He'll be fine. I think so. I mean, that's obviously just personal opinion, but I think the team and the player have done done well to understand the importance of such a thing. And um, oh, he, he could have easily have just brushed it off and felt good by tonight, probably. But he didn't. He he went through the protocol, and they're doing the right thing. And it sucks that he's missing opening night, but, um, you know, it is what it is. So, um, no, so it's good to say. I mean, there's not super ton to add to – I mean, HBK's back. appears to still be a line. That's <laughs> – Hey, that's the third line, but with Sid out, hey, now it's the second line. Malkin, um, it'll be interesting to see. I haven't seen the line rushes for today, <clears throat> for the game tonight. you got to put Hornquist with Malkin, right? I mean, you can't keep Scott Wilson on Malkin's line just for the sake of... Um... Horn, Hornquist needs that player to help um, push you through on transition but once you... Cullen Cullen can't do that if you go Cullen Hornquist which is what they which is what they had been doing when Sid is out um, there's, there's nobody to, to carry the puck Hornquist can't carry the puck with any control like you said Crosby gets the puck and, and goes and does something with it and Hornquist just gets to the right spot and gets in the way Malkin in Malkin theory, is a work. zone entry god yeah and he should work with Hornquist because Hornquist he does. just gets out of the way he does they work fine. 
some people think they don't play well together, and their their underlying numbers are totally fine, above average. Um, some of the plays may not connect all the time, but you know, when you're in the zone so much, you're going to have plays that don't connect. I'd like to, I'd like to see Gino get. 70 games in this year. That would be nice. That would be nice. Score at a point per, per game pace. And, and it's one of those things where... Well, he has done hit, Just not no, for 70 games. Just, just not been around for 70 games. So, I mean, I suppose we sit out. If Sid misses the first five games of the year, but Juno lights it up in those five, and Juno only plays in 65 games, I'll probably take that. You know what I mean? Yeah, as long as he's good for the playoffs, of course. Yeah, you can't... You, you, Pittsburgh can't have both of those guys out injured. That's just the reality of it. They can they can have one of them only playing at about seventy percent. Um, Not for the playoffs, but for they could get through a regular season. They're they're yeah. well built. Yeah, I mean, Geno played on on half an arm. So and if they need um, if they need a little help come deadline time, I I, I still view Eric Ferris two million as is is a chip to to create space for something. Yeah. No, you, you, you're exactly right. He, the way he plays doesn't quite fit with what Pittsburgh do. He doesn't quite have the leg speed. He's um, fine, they were, um, but they got, like, Rust can come in and fill that void. Scott Wilson, Kuhnhackel, Shiri, Gensel. We're talking about all guys that could probably do the NHL right now. And, some quest. Um, eh, I'm not as high on him as some. You know, he you doesn't still drive. do it. <coughs> sort of. He doesn't drive so, offense um, the way I'd, I'd want to see it in the AHL to this point, especially someone that's come from uh, men's professional league in Europe. Actually, you know, that's a fairly good point. I hadn't thought of it that way. So, like, I'm not right writing them off, per se, but, like, when you're trying to evaluate the AHL guys, usually probability says that if you're generating offense down there, you'll, you'll at least be a serviceable NHL player, whether or not the offense is there or not. But if you're not like creating in the AHL, I, I don't know what your value is going to be when you, when, you get the, when you get the call. So yeah. that's just right, my so personal a... opinion. So uh, quickly, is... defense score. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was, I was literally going to move. I was going to move on. To, to Washington, but I forgot about the defensive core of the Penguins. Latang could be a Norris candidate. Uh, will he get the respect that he probably deserves? Eh, if he doesn't, oh well. As long as he's healthy doing his thing, he's he's tremendous. Um, big concern for me, Alimata. Not, well, big concern's probably strongly worded, but he's got to get those shot differentials back to where they need to be. And he's got to stay healthy and... Um, no problem with this contract extension or anything like that, but there's there's room for improvement with him based on how the last few years have gone, whether it's his fault or not. Well, I suppose it comes down. Like, they're not going to break up Dumoulin and Latang, are they? Uh, I wouldn't. I think that's a great top pairing. Dumoulin's earned it. Um, I have no concerns about Brian Dumoulin repeating his performance from last year. In fact, we talked a lot about how unlucky he was on the goal scoring front during the regular season last year, having zero. I think he'll generate more offense, especially playing with uh, Latang. It'll be it'll be interesting just for me to see how they deploy Marta and, and Daly. 
whether they give them favourable offensive zone starts, all that sort of stuff. Because then you're relying on Ian Cole with Justin Schultz or Derek Pouliot to fill the defensive zone starts that Chris Letang and Chris Dillon Letang's going to take a lot of the ice regardless of where the zone starts are. My thing oh, no. with Letang and Dumoulin, make sure they're on the ice with Sid and Gino to maximize everybody. So however that shakes out with offensive zone, defensive zone starts, I think it's Letang should be glued to Sid or Gino. Yep, that makes sense to me as well. Um, goaltending, um, they're in a great spot. Um, Flurry and Murray, you'll get good play from one of them. Be interesting down the line to see what happens with Flurry as far as the expansion draft. But um, I mean, they just got Mike Condon. But I looked at the Penguin schedule. They have one back to back in the month of October. Murray was hurt the beginning of the last week of September. He's got a three to six week injury. Let's call it five weeks, probably. I think Mike Condon gets one start, and then adios. It'll be interesting to see. I'd probably pick Murray to be back, what, November? And uh, October would be mine. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how they do that, because was it a broken hand or a broken wrist? Uh, Thumb-ish. I think. I don't know. That'll be be interesting. If it's his scaphoid, that could be a problem. Um, Yeah, look, there's not much else to say about the Penguins. Um, The other monster team in the division that, you know, hell, we could have them be first. Washington's great, too. They are. And last year they just crushed the regular season. I see no reason that they would not do the same. Yep, and I only have the concern about them in the playoffs because of their bottom pairing defensemen, because they can get torched. Um, it, they feel to me very similar to Tampa. They've got a great roster. They should cruise through, you know, injuries obviously could be a problem, but they should cruise through the regular season. It's just a question of whether they Im- Im- improve their, their defense. And I think if they do. I don't really feel very kindly for in Pittsburgh included getting out of that, that stupid playoff system. Um, yeah, let's be honest. Washington gave Pittsburgh the biggest fits that they got. Yep. And and it should have um, been the conference final. So, you know, you're talking about one of these two teams just not getting by the second round. It's, it's tough. I think, them in Tampa are the the three behemoths. Yeah, and Tampa yeah, yeah, is yeah. Uh, well structured division wise to get their free pass. Hey, you've got to use it, so you've got to make sure you're in a situation to. They should really come second in the division then. Make sure that they play their own division. Oh yeah, right. It's the same as the as the West. You don't you don't get rewarded for for winning your division. Um, Ovi. We'll see if he's got another 50. I wouldn't bet against it. Nope, neither would I. So he's still going to be great. Backstrom's great. Johansson's a nice... uh, I don't want to say depth. That's kind of... He's a little better than depth, but... Oshie, good fit for them. I like like the Lazella acquisition. 
Yeah, dropping out um, Chimera and, and getting a guy like Eller, I thought was a slight improvement. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes, new environment, all that sort of stuff. So hopefully it'll work out well for him. Justin Williams having another uh, good year would go a long way for them. I, I don't see why that wouldn't happen because that's always going to be excellent. I guess... I think Burakowski is going to be an interesting one to me to see whether he continues to improve and, and provides yeah, he's some like actual... the wild card. <laughs> yeah, he is. It, it's funny. He feels a little bit like Valeria Nutrishkin to me for Dallas before he got injured. It was like he was trending in a particular direction and, and then obviously injury derailed Nutrishkin. So hopefully for Burakowski that doesn't happen and he, he, he does step up for them. I think Burak Conley's a good, great depth player for them. Yeah. Goaltending, Holtby's awesome. And I think Grubauer is a great backup for that situation. Whilst it's a drop-off, it, it's not it, it's not catastrophic, and, and he certainly provides them with an opportunity to win. Um, defensively, Niskanen and Carlson are good. I think I can say that very comfortably. Very, very comfortably. They need to realize Orlov is also good and give him those minutes. And what, don't give them to Orpik? Yeah, correct. Um, Alzner, okay. Past that, though, you're right. There's, you know, it's not a perfect roster as far as, but nobody has one. No. They're, they're literally sort of a depth move on the back end away from, from being ridiculously difficult to play against. That's the way I feel about this Caps team. And we'll see if they, they could always maybe trade for it. We'll see. Yeah, they could. Anything else to add about them? No, they're going to blitz it again. Like you said, Pittsburgh or them should probably win the division and, and probably... Well, actually, you know what? Theoretically, Tampa should win the conference because of the week of the division they play in. Yeah, but that didn't stop Washington last year, did it? No, they torched everybody. So, yeah, I'm very bullish on Washington again, so... Yeah. All right, who gets third, though? Okay, this is where it gets a little... Listen, three, three, three through five or three through six or whatever you want to do here, you can get up in arms at what we're about to pick, but really none of us know. <laughs> I have the Islanders. Oh, I'm tempted to do Philly, but they had a couple of injuries. Um, yeah, I'll go the Islanders. Tavares is one of the best. Yes, without a doubt. Andrew Ladd. Losing our post, losing our post. So I know they've replaced him with Ladd, but yeah. I and like you said, a good now signing, but for yeah. long term. I think Ryan Strom's pretty good. I don't think he had his best year last year, but he has the ability to uh, drive some offense pretty cheaply. Uh, I may be biased. Uh, Shane Prince, who... I was fighting for it. <laughs> Rochester native. Um, I like him to get an opportunity with uh, New York that maybe he didn't get in Ottawa. Very quick, very skilled. Um, you know, maybe not a huge difference maker, but if you're building depth with guys like that, uh, I like that. So Yeah. Kuhleman, if he can not be the corpse of Kuhleman, that would be a good start for them. <laughs> Yeah, he used to be very productive with Toronto. I think his plays dropped off a bit, but 
Still got Andrews Lee, Brock Nelson, uh, guys like that. Uh, defensively, I think they're okay. Not great, Boy but Boychuk's got to bounce back a little bit. <coughs> I like Nick Letty. Harmonic's good. Looks like he won't be traded after all. Which is good because of the reasons behind that weren't great. So, Calvin DeHaan. DeHaan and Seidenberg as your bottom pairing is okay. You just don't need Seidenberg playing top four minutes. Uh, variable that's in play is Ryan Pollock. Young prospect defenseman for them that could make the jump. And um, I think one of the better goaltending duos in the league with Halak and Grace. So oh, you know they're going to get good, uh, good goaltending that can um, help buy them some wins, much like their counterpart in the New York metro area. Actually, all, th- all three teams <laughs> in the New York metro area are kicking yep. ass on the goaltending front. So they could drop as low as fifth, but I... You know, they keep driving play. They, they've, they've done well the last few years. I don't see anything catastrophic with the roster that they've lost. Like you said, Oposo is a loss, but Andrew Ladd, at least in the now, is a good player. Yep. Um, if they can get anything from Grabowski, that would be great. Well, that's I was going to ask that. Is he toast? I don't know. I don't know if it's quite as bad as like MacArthur's situation, but... He he's missed a lot of time the last few he years, has. but he's a good good player. Um, if they can get anything from him, that would be nice. And um, I don't know what their other high end offensive prospects are up to. Um, I don't know how close Hosang is. Michael oh, Delcal. Well. Michael Delcal was a higher pick. I don't know how close he is either. So for, forgive me. I I just don't know. So I have him third. So we're going to give it to the other New York team? I had them, but Philly could be anywhere between three and five, in my opinion. Uh, So we'll talk about the Rangers first. I like their forwards. The Benazir trade, like you said, is a good one. Good one, short and long term. They lose nothing from Broussard, and they get a cheaper, uh, younger player. So I like that. Uh, Rick Nash is still underrated and good. Step on, you know. It's not ideal that he's like the number one guy, but he's a good player. Kreider's good. Zuccarello's good. JT Miller keeps improving. (laughs) If they could ever figure out that Kevin Hayes is also good and play him as such, that would be good for them. The coaching's very interesting with the way this roster is. There is a big mix of young talent and then older talent. And one of the things that I've read everywhere and even, even... Nick Mercadante said it as well. He likes his older guys. He's not big on the younger guys. Well, they did send Tanner Glass down. Yes, but as Nick said, he will be back. (laughs) But right now he's not. (laughs) (laughs) But they get a guy like Brandon Peary for $1.1 million. That's great value. It is. It's very well done. Jimmy VC, obviously. We'll see what happens with him, but this is a pretty... There's not a ton of guys where you're like, oh, my God, we can't put him out there. He's going to get run over. Um, It's a good group. It is. Now, (laughs) as I compliment the forwards, the defense is a train wreck. Might be one of the worst cores in the entire league. And that's funny saying that because Ryan Madonna is good. He is. 
but he can't carry Dan Girardi's corpse around anymore. No, so they should release him from that corpse and play him with somebody else. Will they? they won't. I don't know. No, I don't think they will, unless they pair up Girardi and Stoll and try to use them as what you'd call your prototypical shutdown pair and, and release Madonna McDonough's skills a little bit more. But I've seen nothing that would suggest that's going to happen. So you got McDonough, who's good. Stahl, who's okay, but nowhere close to 5.7 mil or, or, you know, that's more of, oh, he's a Stahl kind of deal. Yeah, it was. It really was. Uh, who's their third best guy? Brady Shea? I was thinking McElrath, but the fact that we're even having this discussion between those two players as a number three this is, is, the thing. is not good. I, I would have thought it was Kevin Klein, but I have no idea what happened to him. It all just fell apart. Was he with Girardi? <laughs> uh, look, that might be. That might have been what it was. So nah. it'll be... It'll, I mean, there's there's not much else to say. I don't want to spend 10 minutes bashing these poor guys. It's not a good collection of defensive talent here, and I think most Ranger fans would be like, yeah, we know. Um, Stop telling us. But as we move down towards um, goaltending, well, you got the best. So You have, and it, it makes up for it. So The king is the king. He is, until otherwise dethroned. And I'm not going to predict that much like I'm not going to predict against Ovi. Yeah, Henrik's getting up there, but hey, he's kicking ass still, so he's the best yeah. until otherwise. So good forwards, like, awful D, best goalie. And like you said, Auntie Rata is Rata is no slouch as a backup, so No, absolutely not. That's pretty good backup. So if you have a bunch of good average to good forwards and the best goalie, you could get around maybe having the worst defense score in the league, so like I said, this team could be... I think this team's anywhere between 4 and 6. As but opposed to the like Islanders said, of a 3-5. Like you said, a lot of them, they're all the same. Like, they're all in that situation. And let me just be clear. I, I have the Rangers above the Flyers solely on Lundqvist. And which is probably unfair about, to Mason. I was going to say, because Mason's not bad. It just shows you how good Lundqvist is. Yeah, Mason, Mason has been as good as anybody in the league the last few years, and I don't know how many people know that, but that's that's fact. And if he keeps playing that way, Philly could go as high as maybe two. No, not two, three. Sorry, it would take injuries for Pittsburgh, Washington, for them to jump up that high. But yeah, um, a lot of what Philly's doing right now, and I think since Hextall's taken over, they've been doing some pretty okay things it's going to be their uh young forwards that they just uh decided that they're keeping well they sort of got young players or i'm sorry everywhere. young like, players uh pro pro Pro-Rov is gonna is gonna stay which is great with goss despair um, and that's two good young defensemen we'll see yes Provorov's gonna play in the league again first here but like he's obviously got a pedigree going yeah, he's going to be okay. But you're right; they've got the they've got the young guys up front as well to to go with with you know Giroux, Couturier, and and, and Voracek. Wayne Simmons is a thirty goal scorer, so Shen's fine. Yeah. And then is it Connect Connectney? 
That'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Um, he's the other big young player that big is in pedigree that they decided to keep up with the roster. So forwards look okay to me. Defense, um, listen, Radko Gudis has avoided suspension like forever until the latest one. But he's not as bad as what the reputation would be for most guys that consistently put themselves in these suspendable events. That's the bit that I don't understand. Right? He can, push the, he can push the play. He can do stuff at the It doesn't park. look like it when you watch him, but um, underlying just, numbers have him as not being a liability. He just crosses the line, and he finally got tagged for it. So if he can, if he can stop doing that, because his next suspension is going to be substantial because he got six. So he's going to have to learn to toe the line a little bit better. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, McDonald. Street. No, McDonald's a Girardi situation. He, he yeah, cannot no. play. No. Stride's serviceable. Um, Delzato probably better than um, reputation. Think he tries to make plays with the, the puck. Yeah, I, they've still got Scott Lawton to come back from injury reserve as well. So The Metro has a lot of good team... goaltending. <laughs> Neuwirth is no well, slouch either. No, exactly. This team, Philly fans should be excited about this year. Um, it could go really, really well for him, um, or a couple of injuries and it could turn south real quick, but that's okay. You end up with a good draft pick in a San Antonio Spurs sort of a way, and then all of a sudden things are things are rosy because these young defensemen are going to make errors. That's fine. Um, and some of the young forwards are going to make errors. That's fine. This year's not a year they're going to win the cup, but it's certainly pushing in the right direction. Much better than the home grin era very very much so they they could finish in a lot of different places so don't get it bent out of shape that we had them uh fifth because that could easily be totally wrong (laughs) um (laughs) here's one of the rising teams in the division for me uh is carolina yep 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 i think they're building uh quietly through youth they don't have any top end guys right now like Jordan Stull is probably their – well, it depends, I guess, on your opinion of uh, Elias Lindholm, if he's their number one guy or not. But Stull's is good possession. He pushes possession well but doesn't get results for his possession. He'll shut – well, his value is his possession is done against uh, the very, best. Good, very good players. So. Yeah. Jeff Skinner uh, – if he can stay concussion free, he's he's an electric little goal scorer. Um, Stempniak is always that under the radar third line. I can produce offense at uh, at even strength guy. Um, getting Toivu Teravainen from Chicago, basically leveraging their crappy cap situation, was a great move. Yeah. Oh, they got Martin Firk as well. Yes. So. Not the like on paper you're not blown away by their forwards, but they're starting to get rid of the liabilities. I see Jake McClement still on there, but slowly but surely they're building a, a product up here. Yep, no, it, it's it, it's it's gonna they're moving forward in the right direction. And Most I think definitely. it's um you can't ignore. Um, the Eric Tolsky impact 
and how they've shifted towards analytics. And I've even seen articles that have been put out by the team championing these these changes. Like, hey, this is why we're doing it, and here's what it looks like. And they, it seems like they're they bought in. Well, you know, it'll take time. The back, but... the back end is is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I like Edison where that's and, going. And Fork and yeah, so Flurry. Hayden Flurry when he comes up. Yeah, but that's part of you know they're not a cup team right now. But no, no, why rush? No, no need to rush them. No, I totally agree. So, I mean, the goaltending situation doesn't make much sense to me. Uh, I think they just said, signed Cam Ward because because I don't know why. Yeah, I don't like. You've got Eddie Lack signed. Why go back to Cam Ward? I just that's that is you're right. It's one of the few things that absolutely baffles the hell out of me. Big picture, it's not going to have any impact, but it may have a negative no. impact on their ability to compete this year. And why I have them six is that because even if all this young talent and collective uh, parts you know, all the individual parts actually add up to something bigger. If everything goes right, that is it enough in this division? I don't, I don't know. Not with the goaltending, it's not. So that that's that's where that's where the sum of the parts gets pulled apart. Correct. It's the goaltending. So I think they're moving in the right direction, but in a tough division. So and I have. New Jersey next. Well, they certainly won a trade, didn't they? <laughs> Still can't believe that shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, one, one of the things that, like, I like watching New Jersey because I like watching goaltenders, and Corey Schneider is awesome to watch. But at least there's more reasons to watch the Devils than just that. For me, I want to see Bo Bennett do well. I just want him to stay healthy. But to watch Pavel Zaka and obviously Taylor Hall get out there and get amongst it will be really good fun. Henrik is is okay. Yeah. Palmieri's okay. Camilleri's yeah. still pretty good, actually. Zajac is like he's not a bad player, but he makes five point seven five mil, and it's like Jesus. He's not a number one center. That's all. Pa like, Parento is a good waiver wire thing. Don't know why. I'll yeah, that. that. Yeah, I get that either. <laughs> Defensively, yeah, losing Adam Larson hurts them, but um, yeah, you're gonna do that every time for Taylor Hall. Andy yep. Green used to be pretty decent. We'll see if that continues to be the case. Halls. You know, Benny Lovejoy. We'll see if he can be a number two Will right side defenseman. To- yeah, is that what they're going to ask him to be? Is it number two? Uh, I'm I'm at second pairing, but we'll see. Oh, that's that's all right then, because I that... I know Andy Green, Ben Lovejoy, John Moore, Damon Severson. Everybody else that's on that list there, I have no idea who the hell they are. Well, you know Kyle Quincy from Detroit. He's injured. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that settles that. But look at you. Looking at their starting, looking at their, their their roster for the like the start of the season, it's like, yeah, like I don't know who Seth Helgeson is, and I don't know who 
I'm not even going to try and say Johan's last name and, and Steven Santini. It's like, who are these people? Like, that is a massive transition for their defense. It's a good thing they have Schneider in net. Yeah, my concern is always he's going to take too, steal too many points and they could probably use another year. Could probably use another yep. year near the top of the draft. He's the rock all at the wrong time. Their drafting has been brutal. They finally kind of cleaned that up after Lamarillo left with who was running that. But they, they've had terrible development over the years. And, you know, they're going to have to start hitting on some of this. And maybe they, they have with Zaka. And uh, was, I don't know who they took this year. I, I don't know. I'm not even going to try and bluff my way through that. But if they hit again, I mean, that's that's pretty good. Yep. And, but I, I just don't see how they can, you know, push through some of these teams. No, I can't either. <clears throat> but I think Ray Shero took one of the most undesirable jobs and um, has done okay so far. I mean, basically got a superstar left winger for free. Well, I, it's it's funny. There's such a mishmash of of players in regards to where these players are in their careers. It almost seems to be that they have to sort of strike lightning for it to work because you've got you know players that are that are definitely on the the the, the tail end of the the curve, and you've got others that are right in the middle of the curve, and then you've got others that are right at the start of the curve. Doesn't feel like anyone's sort of peaking at the same time and and schneider's 30 so i know goalies generally tend to last a little bit longer but the aging curve of this team just seems all over the shop yeah schneider for me is a great trade piece but we'll see all right so how far behind the devils are the blue jackets going to be hopefully really far Exactly. That's really, really unfortunate to say that, but yes, I agree. I don't like them. I don't like. I don't like that they had something going in 2013-14 that looked like it was going to be pretty cool, and they've just totally sh- shat their pants with it all. Well, they did it because their goalie had a terrible start. That's what did them in. Yeah. They couldn't they couldn't see that? They could couldn't. not see that it was the goalie. <laughs> They started the year with so many losses, and their goaltending was so below average, and the possession underlying numbers were okay. And then the fact you can't, the fact some asshole with a random podcast that is not employed by the league can sit here and pull that stuff up fairly easily. Um, I mean, come on. It was obvious. I think that's, yeah, I know. Bob was out. It was always going to rebound. But no. Yep overreaction hire the shittiest guy possible and here we are so sad (laughs) good he's good dubinsky's okay (sighs) felino's okay but they're paying him like they're more More than than okay okay. heart no trade was good in the sense that holy cow they needed to get umberger out of there um but they've been looking to move him, or he's been looking to get out. They just haven't found a fit. I thought the Predators thing was close, right? Yeah, I think so. 
I really like Cam Atkinson. For some reason, he always pops up in trade talk with them. He makes three and a half mil. He produces great even strength numbers. I don't just just keep, keep him. Yeah, keep that guy. Uh, Boone Jenner, I like Boone Jenner as well. Yep. Um, past that, uh, I like Sam Gagne picking him up. There's no harm in that. Better than some grinder, I think. Yeah, but the problem you've got is I agree with that, but is he going to get played properly? Like, I'm all for the don't go pick up another grinder, but the coach is going to ask you to try and play in a way that he can't. Then all of a sudden he's going to get told you don't play hard enough. Yeah, you gave John Tortorella a clean slate to pick the best Americans in the sport, and we saw what he did with that. So you're right, valid point. That, that, that's all. It's, it's the same thing. It's like you've got Ryan Murray and Seth Jones. Just play those two together. Jack Johnson's still going to get 25, 26 minutes a night. Yeah. Fundamentally, that's the, that's the problem. It's going to be. It's this is. It's why I put. It's why I put Terry and Tortorella in the in the same basket. The game has moved past the way they think the game is, and they're not going to deploy the players to get the most out of the skill sets that each of those players have. Like Wierenski, what are they going to do with this kid? Are they going to kill him if he makes a mistake, or are they going to let him play through? Great question. Let him play, obvious answer, but you're right. But him being there is helpful. Um, Ryan Murray, if he can stay healthy, um, <coughs> we'll see if he can continue to progress. Seth Jones, I like. But again, is Jack Johnson going to play 20 to 25 minutes a night? That's problematic. Um, Dalton Prout, not great. Um when is Sonny Milano going to make the NHL? Can what about Winberg as well? Can Pierre-Luc Dubois pan out as the number three, over, shocking number three overall pick? I'm not saying <laughs> that he needs. I'm not saying that he needs to play in the NHL this year. He probably won't. But man, that you know. A I think bit of he a made the opening day. I think he made the opening day roster, dude. Did he? Yeah, I think. But so. again, then the nine game thing and. Yeah, no, no, I know, and that that makes perfect sense. Get him up, play, send him back down, and hope he dominates junior because that's where he'll have to go. I think. I'm not saying he can't be good or won't be good. It's just they, they no. stuck their neck out there on that one. Because Paul Jarvie up those... in Edmonton, he already he hasn't even had a good preseason. He scored last night. I know, and it was good too. Quick steal and bang, off it went. So, you know, we could stand here and and bash the Blue Jackets for some time, but I don't think the listeners want it or, or we no, want to go no, through I, that. No, I, I agree. <clears throat> but it would be easy to do. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just funny how far they've kind of gone since uh, they, they played a really good series against Pittsburgh in the playoffs. And they're just kind of, you know, they could probably use a new set of eyes, calling the shots from above, and definitely a new coach. It's not like, and the thing is, that's not like they're treading water. They've gone backwards. They have. So. So, yeah. You know, I just maybe New Jersey finishes behind them. I don't know, but I, I just don't see them as a playoff team. No, I, I, I agree. But again, pretty good goaltending. <laughs> Every damn team in this division. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. 
So Bob can steal them points, that's for sure. Uh, can Bob stay healthy? He's had some issues with that, but boy, he looked good in the, the World Cup. He certainly did. So just stay healthy and stay healthy, and he will make up substantially for the degradation that Tortorella will put them through. So Metro, I think we have our, our one and two teams locked down. I think we have our bottom three teams locked down, and good luck figuring out the um, the dynamic of the Islanders, Rangers, and Flyers. I think that they could, you could see them anywhere in that grouping. Yep, and you know, for all of the ones we did last week and all the ones this week, one key injury and and all the predictions go out the window. It's the it's yeah. the one thing with, with sports. We play the games for a reason, Ryan. <laughs> you know, if Sid's out long-term with the concussion, and again, I don't think that's going to be the thing. I don't think they'll win the division, obviously. I have no. them winning it right now, but, you know, a Sid injury would impact that. <laughs> Just a little bit. So, all right. Wow. I think that's everything. I think we covered off everything we need to today. Cool. So, you have both conferences. Uh, let's start to enjoy the games. Uh, Pittsburgh will get their banner tonight, and uh, off we go. We'll have tons of topics, uh, current topical things to talk about uh, as exactly. each week goes by. So, um, only thing left is uh, visit patreon.com slash hockeyhurts to uh, make a voluntary subscription to the podcast for as low as a dollar a month. Uh, on Twitter, hockey underscore Hertz at Walsh66 at Gunner Stahl. Uh, my writing is at hockeybuzz.com for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So that'll do it. Enjoy the first uh, weekend of NHL action, and we'll see you next time. See ya.